guess who's back? You're now listening to Unapologetic, the podcast, with your two hosts, Trey and Reg, discussing any and everything unfiltered, unfiltered, unfiltered. What's good? Check one, two, Unapologetic Podcast. Another episode. It's your two hosts, Dre and Reg. We got our first guest ever, Unapologetic alumni, Miss Nisha. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. I'm Welcome good. back. Welcome back. Thank you. you know, Happy we, to be here. You've changed yeah, up some things since you were here last. I know. <laughs> new intro, new outro. We doing. We trying to do some different things this year. Yep. Got my nice little hoodie. I see. I see. Thank you for repping the home team. Appreciate that. Show. <laughs> I, need, I need a t-shirt now. It's about to be spring. Absolutely. Yeah, you need one. You need one. I like see. that. What's up? What's up with you though? Since we last had you on the show, I've been busy, 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 busy. Mm. So busy that I had to get some Adderall. Yeah. Yes, because I'm in school right now. And, you know, I'm trying to do the soap thing. Still trying to be a mother. And it's like, I'd be in the bed at night trying to study. And I couldn't because I had like 10,000 thoughts going through my head. So I had to get on some medication. You're overdoing it. How's that COVID shot, the vaccine treating you? Well, I didn't grow any superpowers, so I think I'm good. <laughs> did, did, you take, did you take that second series? The second shot? Yeah. You did? Yeah, I've been to that. Did you get sick? Yep. No. No symptoms? No symptoms, nothing. Like, I actually forgot that other people haven't taken the vaccine until somebody said, did you get your coffee shot? I'm like, oh, yeah, I did get it. Mm. So Dre, no lie, I, I was uh, contemplating taking. I'm like, yo, my might as well get this shit out the way. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. I'm I'm contemplating. I was thinking about it all day. I was like, I might as well just take that shit and get it out the way. I mean, you might as well. There's nothing. Granted, I hear like I look on social media and see people say like, oh, I took the vaccine and this happened to me and this happened to me. But out of a hundred people that I know and I work with nothing happened to them and like they're perfectly fine so sometimes I question these stories that I see on Facebook because I'd be like that shit didn't happen to all the people I work with so I'm not saying that things don't happen to other people I'm just saying that those cases are very very rare I don't know maybe everybody I work with is just fucking built to steal and shit just don't happen to them I don't know y'all got a different strand that y'all took that's what it is well we took the Pfizer <laughs> Um, and we were good. Pfizer don't ain't, ain't Pfizer uh don't they don't they do Viagra too? Of course they do a lot of stuff, <laughs> all the good stuff. <laughs> Blue diamonds. And and Viagra ain't never killed a nigga yet. So oh. what's good with you, Dre? Man, slow motion dog. Ready for this week to be old with tired, a little overwhelmed from from what I had on my plate, man. As far as uh work goes, but shit. It ain't nothing new. Push on, man. Drive on. Keep pounding, buggy. Keep fucking pounding. Speaking of keep pounding, what what you think about uh, about uh Deshaun Watson for uh CM uh Christian McCaffrey? 
this is what I think, man. As good as uh, McCaffrey is, man, running backs come a dime a dozen. And you name me a running back that won a Super Bowl for his team, I'll wait. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is you got plenty of quarterbacks in history right. that have, you know, I ain't going to say necessarily single-handedly, but had a lot, they carry a bulk mm-hmm. of the load as far as getting their teams to the Super Bowl. And ultimately, that's what you want to do, man. So, hey, if it's time for CMC to go, man, hey, man, it is what it is. Deshaun Watson, you know, Hey, I think the, I think I think the objective should be to keep them both. Well, to keep keep CMC, I can't let him go. I need. I can, I can let him go because how many? And then they how many two thousand yards? Season that man gonna have man that does right. He'll never do it again, bro. I mean, and I like and I, I like McCaffrey, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I like. Him. However, you know what the the life expectancy is or career expectancy is when it comes to running back to NFL, man. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> Absolutely. <laughs> nah. Um, man, listen. Um, oh, these days going by fast. We already in mid February. Um, days going by fast. They, everything is flying, 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 flying. Um, but my everyday routine has not changed one bit. I'm doing the same thing. The only things changed. Uh, my nephew here now, and it, I don't know. You know it. I never realized how much of a change it is from going to like having your own space, doing your own thing to having somebody else in the house again. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm so used to, if I want to get up in the middle of the night and walk to the, walk to the refrigerator naked and drink out the orange juice jug or stuff like that and just go back. Now, you know, you gotta be self-conscious and whatnot. Like, oh fuck, I got somebody else in the damn house. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my God, just. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I'm so I'm so much in love with my own space. Uh, oh man! But that's that's gonna be in that. Piece. Oh, you you'll be there. Listen, y'all, you'll be there. So you'll be there soon, Nisha. You'll be there soon. You got what a year? Want to count there? Yeah. I we as a matter of fact, me and my daughter just had this discussion tonight. Um, when I asked her. Um, about, I said, are you still going off to school? It's like, please let her say yes, please let her say yes. So finally she was like, yeah. She was like, I'm still going to a and I was like, all right, okay. I can't wait. And you look look on a Yes, sir. Okay, okay, all right. Don't be a nurse like her mama. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Laura said the same and she don't get out and flunk out. I mean, even if she does, yeah. at least she went and got the experience. Mm-hmm. I went to an HBCU. I flunked out. Listen. But you got the experience. Well, let me yeah. tell you something. Yeah. Let me tell you something, man. Greensboro, being as though I went to A&T, Greensboro is a, is a different different beast, man. All them college kids in one area. We're going to put them skills to the test, mama, when you get there. We're going to see. <laughs> see. That's what I'm afraid of. We gonna see if you like, we gonna, she gonna barbecue or she gonna meal me. Gonna <laughs> Don't scare me because she ain't me. I believe I probably was a little bit more mature than she was, and I'm afraid. Don't be afraid. Get out there. Trust it, mom. You did a good job, mom. I'm gonna start Trust. praying. Yeah, you did a good job, but but mature thing that might be it because um, my nephew he's 19, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we went grocery shopping. I just looked at the shit he put in the basket. I was like, what you gonna eat? 
I mean, he thinks I'm good. I was like, I mean, at least I, there's some pieces over here. Like, and you can grab some pieces. Hey. I'm like, so we get to the register. He got big ass box of hot pockets. He got a loaf of bread, peanut butter and jelly, two boxes of cereal, a gallon of milk. Hmm. I asked him, I said, what are you going to eat? He's like, oh, I'm just oh, See me hot pockets for like you know, like this, but then I was talking. Uh, I was talking to somebody else. And they was like, I mean, remember when you was a teenager? You was all, I was like, yeah, right. But, yeah, but then I thought about. It, I was like, okay, I graduated nineteen. Uh, even well, I, uh, I moved out of my own place probably about six months after I graduated. But I was like, I was frying pork chop and <laughs> cooking yeah, steak and shit. <laughs> Not me, not, Spaghetti. Not you know what I'm saying? But I would I don't know, but it's uh, yeah, so the material, and yeah, like I was snacks. I was eating, eating. I was eating eating. There wasn't no like hot pockets and um pizza rolls and shit like that. Yeah. My daughter eat pizza rolls. Yeah. She don't even eat like oodles and noodles and stuff like so like when I went to college, I survived off the Raymond noodles. Mm. But now my daughter, she was like, oh, that's nasty. So I'm like, well, what you gonna eat then? Bougie. I'm gonna just make me a sandwich. Cause you get or she eat like those. Yeah, she eat like those cans of Campbell um, gumbo soup. Yeah, she liked them. And bagel bites. <laughs> oh man, man. Hey, so just to get started a little bit, touch on um, what do y'all? How do y'all feel about uh, your your former president being acquitted? I kind of expected it, to be honest with you. I'm just tired of us talking about this nigga. I'm just, I'm ready for him to just be done. I understand why we even, you know, did the whole impeachment trial, but mm-hmm. at this point, just, just let, just let him go away. Like I just, I honestly and truthfully do not believe that he will run again. I don't. And even if he did, because of in another four years, this country would not be in the same place that we are right now. I mean, hell, we don't even know if we're going to want Biden in another four years. You know what I'm saying? So this country, the only thing that I will say is that we are forever changing and that our mindset and opinions about things constantly change. So I know that he did have a very strong fan base, but that fire got, they got put in. No, strong ain't the word. I'm I'm pretty sure he still has a it is, it's very cult-like, but I don't believe that he'll ever get back to where he was. Um because I feel like a lot of Republicans turned against him after they did that whole little capital thing. They were shamed. You know was embarrassed. They did and they were, but I don't put nothing past white supremacy true that's true um <laughs> and how is his i mean for all we know his back and might even grow might get stronger just because recruiting and the way they felt like he probably like because there's a lot of people feel like he was done wrong on his way out yeah this this country I- is so as backwards and just I don't know. It's weird as fuck. Ain't like, they? The, Ain't they? The, the way we glorify shit like that. Like, it's... 
but I, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of expected it to go a little longer than two or three days. Oh, he's acquitted and boom. And, and, but then after that, you know, we get the, Oh, we think he's fully a hundred percent responsible for what happened. X, Y, Z, right. blah, blah, blah. Well, why right. the fuck was he acquitted so fast? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Right. So you're going you're gonna to acquit him, then come back and say, we think he's fully responsible for what happened. Oh, but whatever. I mean. Yeah. Listen, man. Welcome dude, to America. I'm Welcome not surprised one bit at what happened either, man. At the end of the day, America is driven off of crooks, and that's the biggest crook there is in America. <laughs> so... Yeah. Um, I'm not surprised at all, man. Money talk bullshit walk, you understand? And I'm gonna leave it at that. That's just my view on it. Ain't no, ain't no play. I can't give you the play by play. I'm gonna say those two things. America's ran by crooks. Money talks bullshit walks. Mm -hmm. And and to comment on it, um, I think he's gonna run again. You think so? I do think he's gonna run again. I do think that, uh, in the minds of some of America, um, that they are waiting on the opportunity to be back at the forefront of what they feel like them being on top and mm -hmm. what he stands for and him being on top, him being the commander in chief. Um, you'll be surprised. They're, they're going to, they are going to make a, a huge, in my opinion, I don't know, they are going to make a huge push for this man right. to be back in office. You know what I find quite interesting about the Republican and Democratic Party is that y'all have four fucking years to find this candidate for your party. And like, y'all couldn't find shit. Y'all couldn't find not one good stand-up American to represent your party. They keep shitting and on that's to me. Is, is, is there such thing in the, in the uh, politics game? Well, you know what? There'll never be another Obama, but that nigga was pristine. He was top tier. Well, <laughs> but I am pretty sure that there are some other outstanding Americans that, you know what I'm saying, are good. I understand, like me and Reggie were talking before previously about you having to have some type of law background or either have been in Congress or Senate. And I'm just thinking to myself like, damn, we couldn't find nothing? Nowhere? Listen, I, I, I There's no good lawyers around here, good judges that could have ran. You I'm, had to fucking pick Trump. <laughs> like, I just- No, no, yeah, that's what they want. L look what he represents. Look what he represents. He represents but American but apple pie. Is, American is, 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 he represents right. apple pie. That's what they want. America is supposed to be, um, I don't even want to talk about this too much longer, but so I'm gonna say this real quick. Um, I was in Clubhouse today, right? And uh, me and my homegirl was uh, like, she just like was, uh, she created a room just to see how it worked. And I got a notification. So I was like, what, what's she talking about? I jumped in and then there was this other, uh, girl from Europe that jumped in but um she her, she was Palestinian and I want to say Israeli and she was mixed but was raised in Germany right so she was just talking um I think thank you guys for letting me in here you know I'm working on my English or whatever else um 
And, you know, she was asking us a lot of questions. So her her picture was different than who she was. She said, okay, this picture isn't me. It's, it's the cover art of a song or whatever else. And so I, so I asked her, I'm like, so are you black? Well, I asked her what her skin color is. And um, she said, well, um, my skin color is normal. Okay, so what does normal mean? Normal means supposedly by the world standards, especially U.S. standards, normal means fair color skin. Okay. So that's mm -hmm. why Trump running again, having support again, does not uh, surprise me at all because white is supposed to be normal. Anything, even, so you mentioned B.O. I love B.O., but there's not a lot he did for us either. He was a great representation. Um, he, he, there's no dirt on his name. Great family man, great family values, everything. Yeah. But when you look at the politics wise, great speaker too. But when you look at every, you know, everything else, they, I mean, there's a lot. That, but some that, of it wasn't his fault. Yeah, like, yeah, I get it. He, the, the agendas that he tried to push mm -hmm. got knocked down. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, yeah. why? And because it was it favored black people. But but those <laughs> but those agendas for um gays lesbian whether lgbtq community with all the other acronyms and you know those agendas were pushed but we're not gonna we're not gonna uh politic people. you know um i i didn't i'm not ready quite to talk about this but i'm gonna mention it but if you have like small children check out this display that disney um plus is putting on it's a little blurb that they post before they show like certain movies I was like, my daughter, she showed it to me and it was like a Peter Pan. She's getting ready to watch Peter Pan. And it was basically like a whole little blurb about, um, we're sorry, this movie may show and, you know, things of another culture we're trying to represent, even though we may not agree. It was like this whole little speech. Mm. And Jada was like, when did Disney get so political? I was like, they've been political. Yeah. And they trying not to lose that Absolutely. money. So uh, Dre, um, interesting topic. You, uh, I think you had brought up um, okay. is about the weather. All right. So it kind of it kind of led me to maybe you was thinking conspiracy theories. Uh, so so what's going on in the world today? I don't necessarily. I'm not uh, a conspiracy theorist or anything like that. But you know. But for years, it's been talks of, you know, the weather being controlled by, you know, humans. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, so I was just wondering um, what what the general consensus was on that. And the reason why is because it's not, it's, it's very, very weird to see. I, I just looked on the, my phone the other night, and for me to see that it is, 40 degrees in Hampton, Virginia, but it's 12 degrees in Jackson, Mississippi. Like, that is crazy. You know what I mean? And I understand Mother Nature is a motherfucker, man. Okay, she's undefeated. I get it. But is she, though? Is it just her? You know what I'm saying? That's what. That's why I put that in there. You know what I mean? It's a lot of shit going on, man. I talked to my mom uh, last night. She was telling to, to one of her former co-workers is literally in Texas and Dallas, is literally trapped in their own home because they have a fence, an electric fence around their house. They they are literally trapped in their own on their own compound. Okay. Right. So, and I just think about that type of stuff, and 
you know, some people say that, again, like the weather is controlled by, you know, someone else or people or whatever, uh, you know, and I want to know what you thought about it. And now we got Nisha on here. She can chime in too, I hope. So I, I don't I don't know for sure, man. It's hard to tell with, with today. I really don't know. Yeah. It's funny because I, I do feel to a certain degree, I really do feel that the government is capable of some type of, you know, um, weather control. Do I feel like they used it in Texas? Mm -hmm. It's funny, I got family in Texas and Mississippi and I know that it snowed and I know that they are without power. And so my only thing is like, what would be to gain to do that? You know what I'm saying? That was my only thing. But at the same time, the reason why I say I do believe the government has some you know, type of weather control system to a certain extent is I was I end up in these weird groups and in this one particular group right now they are talking about how nobody talks about how the glaciers are melting and then they have predicted Talk about by, it. it was like 2040 that they're all going to be completely melted so the government is trying to figure out how to preserve them so that they don't melt so rapidly because if they do it's like catastrophe it's like the end of fucking earth you know almost it's like the process and start of it so you would think like well our system actually if we know the problem now what are we doing to be proactive against it instead of being reactive when it happens because once fucking ice melts you can't freeze it back but you can try to preserve an ice cube by putting it in the freezer so why would you not create a machine or something to make it freeze. And I think that they have some shit like this going on. Reason why is because I didn't know that it's certain places of the Antarctica and the South Pole that you can't go to. It's off limit. Absolutely. Because the government owns Absolutely. And I didn't know that. I was like, I thought that shit was weird. Like, who owns it? Like, why it's free territory? Why are you not just allowed to be like, hey, I'm gonna fucking go there and visit, you know? So I think that's very, very interesting. But, you know, we're supposed to be dumb. We're supposed to be watching Love and Hip Hop, not supposed to be questioning shit like this. I don't, uh, I'm not there yet. Um, <laughs> I, I do think, I don't know. The weather is weird. There's a whole lot of shit going on. Um, but I'm not quite there yet far as in, do I think it's some kind of, you know, other shit going on, or maybe the government's controlling it. Um, but shit is starting to look funny. It's starting to look funny. So it's global warming. Okay, so it's global warming for you, Reggie. It's global warming thing. Mm -hmm. Well, you can say that. I mean, um, I just, I, I mean, I'm of the mind frame right now that Just like, so when I got to, when I first got back from Kuwait back in 2010, um, it snowed real, I was in South Carolina. It snowed real bad throughout the whole South. Um, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, like it like it, it really, like that was the most snow I think that has been seen in like 
decades and it hadn't you know we hadn't even seen that you know weather since then you know i think that's the last time it really like snowed in this area like that right and then in um 2016 um the whole southeast flooded like damn like fairville got fucked up south columbia south carolina where i was at like it flooded got fucked up like i don't so i mean is it by chance all this, all this stuff is happening uh yeah um but i don't know i'm just not there yet i'm not there yet I, 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 and and probably because i haven't like really dug deep into a lot of this other stuff but when someone told me that it was supposed to be um three degrees in uh in Colleen sunday i was like whoa like hold on now that shit don't sound yeah. right you know right. what i'm saying but i think yeah. a lot of you know like you said if it isn't the government is you know i hate to be religious but god is trying to really get somebody attention mother nature is like hey y'all don't control you know what I'm saying because you think about this like florida i can't wait i kept thinking like oh we're gonna get a hurricane this year we did a hurricane last year like not talking about it florida didn't even get hit and it's like disasters are happening in other places where we normally expect disasters to happen they're not happening okay i just find that real strange now, speaking of, hey, when it's snowing miami then 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 i'm ready to talk <laughs> <laughs> when it's snowing miami <laughs> True. Well, look, last, well, look, look, last month it was like forty down there. Now. I, I bet, I bet, but I'm, I'm definitely ready to talk. Miami get so it gets forty low, though. But, but I think, I think it got close to that when I was, when I was stationed there. But I mean, shit, it when, when it hit seventy degrees, we was like, oh my god, like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but forty though. I saw a picture of Gucci and them boys. Them boys had on mints in Florida. Come on, dog. Yeah. So we got a whole slew of things. Um, we got B Simone, we got Kevin Samuels, <laughs> and we got Lori Harvey and Boosie going on right now. So we're we gonna try to wrap all roll all this up into because it's kind of oh no, hidden in the same areas, relationship-wise and all that other shit. What 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 Nisha, because I know you have a lot of, of thoughts. All right. All right, let's let's hit the whole uh, Boosie and Lori Harvey because that's fresh on my mind. I had this conversation earlier today. So I seen a chick, I don't know who she was, was speaking on how she was basically going against what Boosie said about Lori and I agree with her to a certain extent and I also agree with Boosie. The female was saying that just because Lori Harvey wasn't on social media crying over a nigga and, you know, um, she was moving on, she was doing her thing that, you know, you know, people basically hated to see an independent woman, um, you know, progressing and being happy. So, did I kind of agree with what she said? Mm, yeah, kind of. But you got to look at where Lori Hardy came from. Her, her mama was a hoe. I hate to say that, but her mama was a hoe. 
know her mom. And, <laughs> well, I kind of did a little research about it. And her mama, you know, she, she dated a drug dealer before Steve Harvey. You know what I'm saying? Okay. She actually dated Steve, <laughs> what was it, his friend, his cousin. Some kind of way they was intertwined in there. Okay. So I feel like her mother has been schooling her. She's a little smarter than the rest of these hoes. So she can be a little bit selective. She ain't out here just trying to be anybody, baby mama. Cause I mean, she had the opportunity to do that when she was dating Puffy. She didn't do that. She not. She didn't want to be another one of Future's baby mamas. So she's real selective about her coochie. But to be as oh, young oh, 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 as hold she hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When you say selective about it, what do you mean? Like, I mean, as far as like getting pregnant. I'm talking about as far okay, as getting pre right, get right. pregnant. I ain't talking about like who she let hit. Yeah. I'm, I'm, so. But Boosie has said, you know, that he wouldn't marry her because she basically ran through. And he was saying, like, you know, he wouldn't want his daughter to be doing the same thing, blah, blah, blah. And he has a point. As, you know, I would expect my daughter's father to feel the same way. You know, of course, you, Reggie, you got a daughter. You would be like, yeah, you know, I would probably, y'all would probably sleep with Lori, too. But is she marrying type? I don't know. I don't know what y'all standards are. But another part is this. Lori is no different than a lot of average females. A lot of average females that are her age probably done stuff with about the same amount of niggas as well. The difference is, is she's in the public's eye and they're not. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like people are quick to judge her because oh, she don't talk to this nigga, she don't talk to this nigga, and this, that, and the third, whatever. But it's some base. I know some females have done the same things. Nobody's out here pointing fingers at them. So mm -hmm. kudos to Lori for, like, you know, being safe about it. At least she ain't out here just having babies, trying to be future baby mama number eight. Well, but I feel like her mother is schooling her, telling her, like, hey, don't have a baby for that one. You need to wait till you bag the right one. So this is what I think about it, man. And and this goes for her. It goes for Kim Kardashian. It goes for Khloe Kardashian or any of these women, right? Like at the end of the day, I'll, I'll agree with you, Nisha. I hear what Boosie was saying. You know what I mean? You know, the woman that you want, yeah, you do want her to be a mystery to other people, other men. You do want her to be a mystery to other men. But let's just be honest about this thing, man. Okay, I don't. I, how old is this young lady? Mid twenties. Yeah, mid mid twenties, right? We know her. We know, as far as we know, that she's been she's been involved with four people, four four to five people in the industry, right? Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. More than that. Boosie yeah. about, about nine, didn't he? <laughs> so wait, it was one of Puffy, Puffy's son, Future, the race car guy, um, Akon's uh, brother. Yeah, um, um, and then Michael B. Jordan, and it was, and it was somebody else. I mean, yeah. Okay, so the, that was okay. all in a year's time frame or something like that. <laughs> all right, so listen, yeah. so so granted, all right, so how about this? First off, we don't, I don't know Lloyd Harvey. You understand what I'm saying? I don't know what she's doing with these people. I don't really no. give a shit what she's doing with these folks. No. But what I will say is that all right. She's mid-20s. The, the, the young girl is living her life, man. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we keep... 
we kicking in the nuts about what she got going on. And she's a young girl. Understand what I'm saying? She's yeah. trying to figure out, listen, listen, yeah. oh, most people, not just women, people don't know who they are at 25. Mm-hmm. At 25, you're having fun. Think about what you were doing at 25. Mm-hmm. I know what I was doing at 25. So it's like, and I'm a man, and, and, I, and I get what who's saying. She's a, again, she's a woman, and it should be some type of mystery. But out of and and apologize, hey, I'm not gonna apologize. But if I offend an apologetic nation, I'm unapologetic and unfiltered. But what I'm saying is, out of if you think about back when you were 25 years old, right, and you take five women and you take five men, I'm a, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take five women. I'm gonna take five men, right? Out of them five people that you know, how many of them can you consider a smut? Half of them at least. And it's only and it's like that only because at the end of the day, you know what's going on with them. But does that really, you know, just because this woman is is talking and she her stuff is out in the media, man. We don't know what this woman is doing. We don't know if she busted it open for these people. We don't know. It's one only one can assume. But guess what? On the back end of it. If if somebody see me and Nisha out, they're gonna say, oh, Drake probably banging her out. And then next week or two weeks ago, two weeks later, they see her out with Reggie. Then it's oh, she the thought of she the thought of she the unapologetic thought. You know what I'm saying? We don't, but in all actuality, we just cool. It don't mean it don't, we don't, we don't know, man. And that's the problem with folk these days the social media. You know, you know what I how I feel about that social media shit, mm-hmm. but we don't know, man. Let that woman live, dog. That woman do that's what she true. wanna do, man. I seen um, so I was looking at something real quick and they were saying like a lot of females are talking about, you know, Harvey is goals and stuff like that. So it should be goals. Have fun. Live your life, have fun. You don't want to be tied down, nobody. <laughs> then what do you do? When you don't want to be tied down, what do you do? As a woman, if you don't want to be tied down, you 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 date. You True. want to be you want to be courted. Right. And you feel like you need to make your decision. You need to feel like you need to make your choice. And if it ain't right, and I'm sorry because you off Nisha. I'm my bad. Mm, but that's what you do. That's what that's what normal women do. She's in the media, so she ain't supposed to do that. Yeah. I I, I mean. By all means, baby girl, do do what you want to do. Do who you want to do. I think, like, as you said, and I want to sum this up quick because I'm not that interested in Lori Harvey. I don't want to spend 10 minutes talking about her. Not even five minutes. But I, I, but, um, I, I just think the difference is because she's in the public eye. Um, and everything you're going, everything you do is, is magnified. And then you got these guys that actually when they... So I don't know what is actually circulating in those small circles that they that they mess around in so that her dating pool is tremendously small compared to yours nisha so any, anything she does is like 10 times bigger like you know what i'm saying so i mean she can do anything she want to I, i'm i'm for it i mean i'm for your sexual freedom and all that other good stuff um but i i, 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 really do think, I just her. i just i, I just like think the, um it's a double standard that we we have just period in general because you know it's encouraged for men to you know have this you know sleep around phase where they you know try to get as many bodies or whatever as they can and that's glorified where as to women it's different i mean um 
me in particular, um, I don't want to know who whoever I'm entertaining or dating. I don't want to know everybody she's been with. I don't even care to ask um, this woman how many people she slept with. Um, what's your body count? All that. I don't care about none of that stuff. And and I mean, so me and Dre, our our pool is a lot bigger than even the guys that um, she's sleeping with because they're only sleeping with the entertainers and stars. For 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 we know. But so Dre is my homie. Um, I'm not sleeping with anybody. I'm not entertaining anybody he's messed with. Period. Like the but that in those circles that those guys travel in, that is the norm for them. That's the norm for them. They they are they are recycling the same women over and over again. I mean, you just add in one to the mix here and there. You got the Kardashians in there. You're gonna add the um, what's her name, Amber Rose in there. Okay, now Lori Harvey's in there. You know what I'm saying? So it's just the same like five, six, seven, eight, nine. You know, ten females in there. But whatever. Um, <laughs> um, do what you want to, Lori Harvey, with, with your with your pussy. I, I'm not getting it. So. <laughs> <laughs> whatever <laughs> i don't care yeah um I, I just think they need to leave the little girl alone i think she's a cute yeah. little girl i like her with michael mm. and i think they make a cute couple i hope she don't fuck it up i hope she stay but just because we think they look good together don't mean that they are compatible they seem to have a good chemistry together so i wish her the best Hey, and and to end this, hey, if Michael Jordan, if Michael B. Jordan a simp, let him be a simp. Hey, all niggas ain't built. Why you gotta be a simp? I said if he is a simp, let him be a simp. I'm not saying he is or he isn't. If he is a simp, let him be a simp. I mean that that's that's, I mean that's him. But um, so so is is B. Simone and and Kevin Kevin uh what's his name Kevin Samuels? They telling the truth about what? Mm, anything anything they talking about? I'm gonna tell you something, man. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you about B. Simone, man. I'm gonna talk about B. Simone, man. So I heard what she was saying the other day about, uh, you know, how women are saying that they want this man, but they can't do this. So, you know, women want this, but they aren't bringing this to the table, right? Mm-hmm. I get it. I understand. That's your personal preference. It is what it is, man. That's what you think. That's what you think. Um, but you can't sit back and talk about or tell somebody that, you know, they're wrong for having their their preference, their preference. So, because at the end of the day, you know, like, like I always say, or, or I took from, from a, a great lyricist by the name of Joe Button, sometimes when you shoot from the stars, we shoot for the stars, you're gonna jam. So, so there's nothing wrong with shooting, aiming for the highest, uh, you know, the top, if you will, the top, if you will. You know what I'm saying? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's your preference. That's your preference. If you are what society says is mediocre, but you want to deal with the high roller, then that's your prerogative. It is what it is. It don't mean it's going to happen. But if that's what you want to do, that's where you want to live, how you want to live your life, then go ahead on. Mm-hmm. But B. Simone is the same person that says she ain't rocking with nobody with no 95. So that means that because you feel like that's below you. So how can you so how so how can you so how can you say that somebody is wrong for shooting for the stars and you saying you won't hit the bottom of the barrel? No, that's a, being a hypocrite. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, so I, I, I get what she's saying. So me to start it off, I I I agree with her. 
I get what she's saying. She's she's in which a part, but which part though, Red? Because she said she was on two different sides of the fence, though. Well, well so said, both both of the things that I said, she said both of those. Mm-hmm. But she said she won't date below her. I, but then she said that it's not okay to date above. So which one is you know what I mean? Which one is so so the part is I so this is how I interpret it. Um these women put a lot a lot of women put standards on men or or you know that they don't put on themselves. True. I kind of, I kind of, I, I agree with that hundred percent. So, 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 um, a woman would say, "Oh, um, I'm not gonna fuck with him. He ain't six, He don't got six figures in his account. Well, you know, he's not making six figures. That nigga's five eight five nine. I'm looking for six two. Um, he he over, he 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 a big boy. I can't fuck with him. But right. as, as a as a man say something about a big girl, them niggas gonna kill you." But it's still a preference. Yeah, it's preference. And you can have your preference. You can have your preference. I believe, you know, I'm saying you can have your preference, but okay. But what if your preference? Why, 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 why can't men have standards? Why can't men have standards? No, men do have standards. It's, we, it's, we, we do, but when we have standards, it's, it's, it's considered um, baseless. It's considered a whole bunch of other shit. I.e., like, like I said, if you don't like big girls, if you have you, they're gonna say you have something against big girls. You can't say, "Oh, she's a little too big for me." Who can't say like, bullshit? You can say it, but guess what? <laughs> guess, no, guess I'm fucking with you. I know what you're saying. Yeah, guess no. what? Society's <laughs> gonna kill you. So, 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 at the end of the day, so, you can't say so you can't say I'm 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 six two. I'm only gonna date a woman that's around my height. So everyone under six two, five five, or whatever else, gonna get killed. Like. But I think what, what B. Simone said is, is this. She she said some good points, but some of the shit that she said, you, you can't pay that no attention. And my thing is this. You could be a female out here living in, sec, receiving food stamps, living in, you know, Section 8 housing with no job and three different baby daddies. And you got three little kids. And then you be out here talking about you don't like boy that stay in apartment B next door to you because he lived he in the same situation as you. You want a nigga that's you know got six figures with no kids. And that's how it came across to got, me. Yeah, and got a seven hundred credit score, but yet you don't have none of those things. So it's okay if that's your standard. And somebody trying to tell you, hey, you might want to fix yourself before you out here looking for a dude to uplift you. You know, as say, let me upgrade you mm-hmm. because. Your standard, that nigga that might be having six figures and that may have an 800 credit score with no kids may not want you because you live in the projects. Right. You got three kids. You ain't right. got no job. You ain't got six figures. And right. better yet, he might not even like a sister. He might like some little foreigner or some little white chick. So you got to be careful about your standards because your standards might not want you. Right. And you can have standards. And you can have standards. But don't set them so high when my thing is this. If you're going to prepare your own table, make sure that you your ass can bring some right. shit to the table. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, you, can, you need to be able to present some groceries as well. And I'm not talking about no fucking oodles and noodles. Right. You need to be, if you got steak, let me bring the shrimp. You know, and that's just mm-hmm. how I feel. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong if I tell you, hey, I ain't got the steak nor the shrimp, but I could bring the potatoes and the gravy. 
you know what I'm saying, to go to compliment with what you got. And right. if that's cool with you, that's what's cool with you. And this whole conversation we're talking about leads into another conversation that we're going to hit on. And that is, why are Black people so hard to love? And it's because we have all these fucking standards. Well, so, so I think the, <laughs> the, sentiment, the sentiment is, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm shitting on you. And you in the same category as me. Right. I'm telling you, you not good enough for me. Right. <laughs> and we and we in the same boat. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I can, I can have I can have standards and I can have prefaces, but how, who am I to tell you? Oh, you ain't worth dating right. because um you got a let, let's say if I drove a Nissan Sentra. Oh, you drive a Nissan Sentra? Well, nigga, you got one too. Why the fuck? Well, I, don't, I don't date I don't date women that drive Nissan Sentras, and I got one. You know what I'm saying? We in the same boat, but I'm you know my preference ain't that. So who who am I to tell you you ain't good enough for me? And that's, that's kind of what I, I took from it. That's what I took from it, too. Yeah. I, 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 I hear you, man. All I'm saying is, though, and I'm not trying to change y'all mind. Again, it's all about preference. We can't yeah. tell. I'm not here to tell nobody what they do is right or wrong. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And, and it ain't their place to tell nobody her or Kevin Samuels for that point to tell somebody yeah. they're right or they wrong because that's your prerogative. Yeah. If that's what makes you go to sleep at night, that's what you want to aim for to aim for it, dog. Now, I ain't saying shun nobody. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it, let's, let's be clear. I ain't saying shun nobody. So I, think, I think that's the difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, that, yeah. Now, be clear now. I ain't, saying sh- look, I ain't saying look down on nobody. But hey, if that ain't a cup of tea, okay, got that motherfucking egg, bro. You know what I'm saying? I really want that motherfucker with that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's up. You know that's your preference. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, you know, people she, want what they want. People, if guess what? Be Simone ain't going. Not that I find her attractive at all, because I don't. But be Simone ain't going for nobody like me or like Reg. Why? Because we don't that same financial category bracket or whatever and but so we 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 i think we both we all saying the same thing we agree on the same things it's just you're focused on the preference thing which i i completely agree with you everybody has their own preferences their, their likes and their, their dislikes but i don't i don't necessarily think um me having my preferences i should um talk down on on nisha because you know yeah, well, you should she, talk she, that. she ain't necessarily my so preference. i will say this as a female as a single female a lot of times I used to tell people, well, what, people would say, well, what are you looking for in a person? And then I would tell them what I want. And I, and I am adamant when I would say, well, I want a black man and I want him to look like this, or I want him to have this, da, 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 da. Then people, the first thing people would tell me was, oh, well, you're limiting your options. You should keep your options open. Maybe you should, you know, consider dating outside your race. Well, Here we are again about preference. My preference is a black man. Hey, I didn't say nothing about I wanted an Asian or a white boy. One thing I said I wanted a black man. But sometimes your preference can limit you. I probably could be <laughs> happily married and John Boy probably could be over here taking care of me, you know, John. and life and things <laughs> would be wonderful and we could be listen, listening to soft rock and country music Shout and live a happy life with our three dogs. But Ooh. that ain't what I want. Yeah. So that's one thing I'm not budging on. I'm not budging on. <laughs> but yeah. see, there's some females out here ain't budging. They want a baller. They want a nigga with a Beamer or a Benz, Bentley, and he gotta make six figures. So, well, so, so the thing is, 
they can, Seven they, can have, they can have those preferences too. And I'm hey, I'm all for it. I'm at all your own discretion. But but yeah, but don't yeah, at your own discretion and don't shit on my guy next to me because he ain't what you're looking for. You know what I'm <laughs> right. saying? And, and y'all in the same boat. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't shit on him. <laughs> and 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 then don't talk bad about niggas because you ain't finding that same that nigga that you looking for because you not in his uh bracket. Cause he ain't looking for cause cause a lot of these he motherfuckers ain't you. yeah a lot of these motherfuckers ain't dipping below their bracket to wife you. Yep. But another thing is if you're starting off with materialistic things, you already lost. True. Somebody said it. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. Hey, why 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 are black people so hard to love? Why do why do we put that title on each other? Because we got all this shit right here going on. Because <laughs> you don't never hear white people, Asian people, Hispanic people say that. Like, like you, I've never heard a white man tell me, man, it's so hard to love a white woman, man. I, I just, I can't, like, I, 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 sometimes I want to give up on them and just date, date a black girl. But nah, like, you never hear white people say that. You always yeah. hear black people say that. Like, man, you know, man, I'm about to give up a, a black girl, a sister. Man, I'm about to give up on my brothers. I, I can't, but I'm, I feel like I'm about to give up on my brothers. Oh, I, I know black dudes that don't even date black girls, black women. Like you never hear other races say shit like that. I think it's about I think it's about accountability, man. And, and, and the reason why I say accountability is because you know what? You, sometimes it sometimes <clears throat> sometimes you can't excuse me. You can't you know you can't help who who you're attracted to. You can't help who you love in some cases, some instances. But guess what? If a pattern comes about, like I'm just speaking on you saying, Rich, you know how, you know, black men and women say, "Hey, they don't go outside their race, right?" Mm -hmm. When you going outside your race because you keep on, you keep on doing, uh, get the same type of person. You know, you can't do the same thing and expect different results. So you know what they call it, that? Insanity. Insanity, exactly. <laughs> so. So, so you know, you, you got to take some form of accountability. If you keep right. on messing with the dope boys, you think that this dope boy is going to be Prince Charming. No, he's going to be out here fucking these hoes. You're going to get the same results. And he's going to trick off. And guess what? The next one is going to, he might pay you a little bit more attention, but eight times out of 10, he's going to be, I don't know, fucking these hoes <laughs> and tricking off. So, you know, you, you got to be accountable. You know, it's accountability, man. What are you going to do different? You don't necessarily, you necessarily have to go outside your race. No, you no, you need to go outside of your, your comfort zone as far as the, the caliber of person that you're dealing with, not the caliber of race, the caliber of person that you're dealing with. I'm all for black love. Don't get it fucked up. But it's about the caliber of person that you're rocking with, not the, not the race, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't got shit to do with it, dog. Cause guess what? White boys fuck up, fuck off on their women too, bro. Asian, <laughs> hey, guess what? We all they listen. We all want to get wet, okay? So, <laughs> so set of buns, huh? You feel me? Like we all want to, man. So it's not about that. It's about the caliber of person that you're dealing with that you are allowing in your life. That's just my spin on it. My my take is this: is that I feel the reason why we have so many relationships. Um, problems in the black community is because even though some of us are love raised out of love a lot of us are raised off of you know survival mm. and we just see 
we see things differently than white people. White people take chance, they take chances, they take risks. Black people ain't about that. Well, so Black people on, are, even, even when it comes, uh-huh. Let me stop you real quick. Oh, but but you do have people, you do have black people that are raised off of love, and then you have black people that are raised off survival. So some some are more fortunate than the others. Yeah. So do they right. mix? Can can how is how is them dating each other? So I think that they do, but I think that it causes problems okay. in relationships and down the road. Because if say for instance, I was raised in a two-family household and I was shown and I seen love between my parents and then I'm dating you and you were raised off of survival, we're going to have conflict issues in our relationship because I don't know how to effectively communicate with you and you don't know how to communicate with me as well. And it's going to be certain things that I expect from you because that's how I was raised and the model that I seen was from my parents. And I'm like, well, he don't act like my daddy. He don't do the things that my daddy did for my mama. And even though you're your own man and you shouldn't be my father, there are still some things and dynamics in every family and every household that still should be the same. And when you don't know how to do that because you were raised off of survival, then you're gonna have issues. And a lot of it comes down to communications. And like I said, and even risk, even finances, black people typically, uh, like white people, they live off of a, the wish, you know, just, oh, let's, you know, random shit, just wake up. Oh, let's do this. Or I just took a chance and let, let's do it. Black people are not doing that. I'm not going to marry you if I got X, Y, and Z, unless we sign a prenup. I ain't trying to share this, then a third with you. What if shit don't go? It's too many what ifs for us. So we don't take those same chances that white people take. White people typically marry people based off of their character. I'm sorry, black people, how many black people do you know, honestly, straight up marry off of character? It's, it's, as you said, your preferences come first, then character. What she looked like, you know, how, how she dressed, you know, white people do not be fucking dressing. They shop at Kmart, Walmart, Target, you know what I'm saying? I see them. I see them all the time when they come in there. Billy Bob will marry Susan's fat ass and she is 300 pounds and he don't give a fuck. He gonna love her. He gonna take care of her. You've been he gonna looking take at care all them damn white kids. military couples too much. Right. White and he gonna take care of all of her kids and she's gonna feel like a queen. She gonna come in there with her privileged ass and be living a, and come in there talking to me any kind of way. You know why? Because she is loved. She feels safe. And, and her husband takes care of her and her children. Meanwhile, my single ass is at work taking care of her. So, um, <laughs> okay. It makes me angry when I think about lot, it. <laughs> but, but right. uh, no, I, I, so I, I think, um, man, there's so much to unpack on that. Um, but I think is 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 not as deep as we make it because like 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 you said i think we we go a whole lot deeper and want more and more and more far as and we start to to try to kind of stack the deck when we're looking for somebody else like we don't want the i guess we put more more things before love yeah like um things that like some of the things that shouldn't even matter um what somebody credit score is um 
<laughs> how tall they are, what color their skin is. Oh, I don't like light skinned guys. You ever, you ever, you ever heard a white man say, "Oh, she's a little too tan for me. She's been in the tanning salon too long. I'm not going to mess with her." You heard a white girl ever say that? Oh, John is a little too golden for me. I'm not. No, like, oh, he's too light. For me. He's too dark for me. He's not tall enough. Um, oh, I only like guys with men with beards. Um, man, her ass ain't fat enough for me. Uh, blah blah blah. So we put a whole bunch of other stuff, you know. As a black woman in the United States right now, your ass gotta be slim in the waist with a fat ass, a nice rack. You you know, you can't be too mouthy, but you need to be independent. You need to have a decent credit score. You can't have a whole bunch of kids, can't have different baby daddies, you can't be done. You know, been ran through. I don't think none of you gotta have a decent job. You know what I'm saying? It's just so much pressure as a black woman for to me, and not only just us, but black men too. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, y'all want us to. Oh, she can't look. She can't be homely. You know, she got to be able to know how to dress. She got to be able to wear heels. We need to be a porn star in the bedroom. You got to know how to cook. No, like, hey, I'm, I'm gonna yeah. have to disagree with you respectfully. I'm, I'm gonna have to, but I know, okay. I know you're a woman, and, and and that might just be regional. That might be where you're at, and that location may be. But I don't know too many niggas caring about a woman's credit score. But I'm pretty sure they. I'm pretty sure it is when when yeah. when feeling like they got something. I don't know, uh, but. Um, some of the other things I can't agree with you, far as in the the, the aesthetics, the the chest, the waist, the butt, um, and kids. I do know a lot of niggas that like, uh, but I I never get that. I never understand why men telling women that ain't nobody gonna want them because they got three kids by two different baby fathers. Like that shit don't make sense to me. Yeah, that's horse shit. Absolutely. You know why? Because Black Twitter talks about Black women the most. And that is a lot of, in our culture, these expect, and even those, like you're saying, nah, y'all don't expect that. These are the things that the people talk about on t- Twitter and social media. You know, oh, oh she got a, nobody wants somebody with all these, you know, people be posting stupid ass challenges. Like, I bet, um, you know, all my kids got the same baby daddy. I bet y'all can't share this. What the fuck? Like white people don't share shit like that. White people are not out here posting stupid no, ass listen, shit like that. That goes back to what I'm saying. Like far as what we do, like our culture versus the other ones. Like like we our expectations and these criterias and preferences that we're putting out there. Like nobody else is putting these things. So that, I think that's yeah. why dating is a lot easier for those other cultures. Dating and marriage, for for that fact, mm-hmm. is a lot easier because they they are more looking at your character, who you are, and and how you love them versus we're putting a whole bunch of other stuff in front of the character. Like, you know, a, a, a white man and you know, you work with a bunch of military. Dre is in the military. I'm in the military. So we know like, like I've, I, I know a lot of white guys and we have had functions and they bought their wife to the function and she might've been about 500 pounds, warts <laughs> on her face, warts on her face and everything. And I'm like, God, you know what I'm saying? But they unhappily, Love. Yep. you know what I'm saying yep. but let, let let that be a black man it gotta be yep. you know what I'm saying he, he he might not even bring his wife to the thing if she ain't like the most gorgeous thing right but, but even these white dudes treat treat that 500 pound 
girl with the water on her nose and the half closed eye, like she is a Rapunzel. Right. You know, so, okay. so I mean, I, I, I think that goes, like I said, into that whole dynamic to where we, we put a whole bunch of other stuff in front of the, 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 the love factor or how they treat me factor or what, what type of person they are, what are their character. Agreed, big dog. Agree. I agree with you, big dog. <laughs> Dre, I'm telling you, Dre, you've been to many functions and and, and the white homie done bought a woman in there. You like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what else I think too? Um <laughs> in addition to that, white people do a lot, of, you know, sometimes we think about stuff, activities that we do, and people say, that's what white people do. Like camping and shit is a prime example. How many black people you know go camping? And so white people meet other white people and be like, we have the same interests and hobbies. And then when you start thinking about what are black people's interests and hobbies? Mm. What is it? What is it? One thing that our culture does that we are known for besides having barbecues, drinking and playing cards and dominoes. Trap and paint. We can name several things, <laughs> hobbies that, right, trapping things, right, trapping yeah. Uh, <laughs> but when you start thinking about white people activities, House parties, lock parties. They go surfing, <laughs> they go snowboarding. Oh my you know, <laughs> these are just now things that black culture, our cultures, uh, you know, our age mm. is starting to tap into like, you know what, the white people act like they be having a whole lot of fun. Let's try it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But white people been doing this shit. They be buying kayaks and shit like that, keeping it in their garage. Oh, they got whole camping equipment, you know, and stuff like that. They make fucking uh, stores just for them, mm-hmm. for their extracurricular. Their, you know, they going hunting and shit like that. Unless you're a country boy, you ain't doing no hunting. Right. I didn't did all. Right. I say I didn't. I did not. I enjoy hunting. I didn't did all that. Mm-hmm. And and you know, riding down the river and, and with you know beers and. Infused uh, right. um, fruits and shit, fruits and stuff, yeah. shit like you know how we used to do reds and shit. But I was introduced to that, yeah, you know, by my wife. I so think, right. So I was just gonna say my too. Wife that, to that. Yeah. I think that black men in the military are more exposed to a lot of extracurricular extracurricular activities, only because y'all have to do you know a lot of that stuff with y'all fellow battles. Mm-hmm. But the average black person. Ain't doing none of that. They ain't doing that. They ain't no, that because guess what? I would have never, I would have never rolled down the the river on a floaty with beers and a, um, you know, few, you know, again a few fruit and all that. And me and Reg did it, and uh, you know, with a cold group of people, man. And I had damn the damn time my damn life. Like, yeah, no, I agree. We, we, we did like three years in a row, didn't? Yeah, yeah. I probably three or four years in a row. Yeah. At the time of my damn life. So you're right. I agree with you. But, so so to close this one out, um we are so I'm I'm feeling like we're in agreement. Like far as in our dating standards as a culture, we we put a whole lot of we load the deck when it comes to love. Like love, like if, if it was a deck and we had cards on it, love would probably be somewhere in the middle, close to the bottom versus versus the other thing that the aesthetics first. Mm. That's why, why, why date why date is I mean oh man as a whole as a whole as a whole we can agree we can we yeah. can move on from this but as a whole yeah we, um, we have no choice but to agree on that 
one last thing, Nisha. So last time you was on, um, you said something about this and you was talking about, and it, it was kind of interesting to me that you said it because I don't think I've heard too many uh, women say this, but I think you said something like um, a whole phase is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more. Well, so before you start, before you start, I want to pack this <laughs> because I do have a question before you start. And I see Dre got comfortable because <laughs> this this is something he's probably never heard from a woman either. That whole so you have a daughter. Would you tell your daughter a whole phase is uh <laughs> I knew where you were going. I knew where you were going. Okay. I knew you were going, Rick. <laughs> okay. So so tell me why you you so, as a woman, why you why you why you advocating a whole phase? So I wouldn't not tell her like girl go out here and live your best life and be a hoe. No, I wouldn't say it like that. But I will say it to her and tell her that she needs to, you know, explore her options, mm-hmm. you know, experience dating. That's how the old people used to say it to you. You know, you need to be out here dating different men and find out what it is that you like. Do old people tell you that? Old people used to tell you that, you know, there's a lot of fish out here in the sea, you know. Okay. <laughs> so... Maybe that's what but they tell Laura Hart. My grandmother did. My grandmother told me that. So, but, and the reason why I said this is because I didn't take that advice. I didn't listen to the advice. And I got married young. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't have a whole lot of sexual experience when I got married. I followed that whole, you need to be a wholesome female, you know, blah, blah, blah. I had been with one person and then I married my ex-husband. Okay. Well, it was a whole... I didn't get my whole phase until after I got divorced. So if you want to call it a whole phase, but what I mean is that I didn't um, start experiencing like other sexual experiences until after I got a divorce. Meanwhile, a lot of the girls my age had already been there and done that in their early twenties. I didn't do that. I was so a lot of things sexually that they had probably been experienced, I didn't experience until I was like pulled into my thirties. Okay. So that is the reason why I feel that way. Cause I feel like I was too late in the game to be doing some of the stuff that I was doing. I should have like Do you feel like that you feel like it was a knock against you? No, I mean it I'm hell, I'm here now. You know, I've done <laughs> what it is I want to do, but I do feel like I, as they say, I was a late bloomer. And you're right. I do feel like it was a, like because some of the guys that I was with was just like you ain't never did that before. And you it know. turned did it and it turned them off. Far as in your sexual experience? No, it didn't turn them off. You know, um, mm. it may have to some people. Okay. Yeah, it may have to some. But you know, I like I said, I I was a little late discovering myself and finding yeah. out things that I liked sexually mm. when I should have because. My ex-husband was unexperienced as well. So ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that made a big difference. So that's the reason why I, I say that if you don't, you know, a lot of people say don't nobody want to marry a hoe. You can call it what you want. Women may not say that it's their whole face, but if you done slept or been with or dated more than a couple of dudes, that's your whole face. I don't care what if it's two four, five, seven, you know, cause you, a female may not tell you they real numbers, but the fact is, is that you need to have experienced other sexual, sexual relationships and encounters with other men to find out what it is that you like. 
Because men do it all the time. So this is, I'm glad you said that, Nisha. So when I, I was going to say a whole phase might be different, and it ain't no might, a whole, a whole, whole phase might be different from, from uh, what well, is different from men and women. Guess what? Some women, some women out here, what society would tell you, i.e., we don't know who they, again, we talked about Lori Hart. We don't know if she's giving it up in the bed or not. We can only, one can only assume. But at the end of the day, a whole phase could be for, considered for a woman having multiple, date, dating multiple people. That might be, can be considered her whole phase. It don't mean that she out there giving it, giving her body to every nigga that she talked to. It just means that she talks to and she dates multiple men. That might be her whole phase. Or might be considered her whole phase. Bottom line is, I think it's okay to experience multiple people because if when you when you experience multiple people, then you can you can gather, you can understand, you can get a general consensus of what it is that you want. Like you just said, yeah. mm-hmm. you understand what I'm saying? Like you said, at the end of the day, you know who you are now, mm-hmm. right? And you know you you already have you know you you, you divorced now or whatever. And what you know now, or what things you've done now, I don't. And I'm not even necessarily talking about the bedroom. I'm just talking about encounters with men. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can. It's a few things that you can look at, and we don't even gotta go to the bed. We can just talk about the things that you like in a man. Yep. You know that your ex-husband, he didn't possess some of them shit, some of the shit that you like today. Right. And that can't. That might not necessarily came off of you giving that butter. Yep. Yep. And I, I say this too. You know. I'm not knocking anybody that gets married young because everybody oh. is different than mine. Right. But I feel as though that what you like at 15 is different than what, what you like at 18. And what yeah. you like cool, at sir. 18 is different at 21. And 21 what? is different at 25 because you are oh. still trying to learn yourself. You're still mm-hmm. trying to figure out what it is that you like. And just mm-hmm. because you liked it at 21 and this man doesn't, you know, made you have a little orgasm baby it's some other men out here make you have the same orgasm but if there's some things that you don't like in that man just because you had an orgasm don't mean he the one for you mm-hmm. but a lot of women feel like oh my gosh he made me come and i like him so much so well, yeah it's some other men that do the same thing absolutely Keep so I, I i i'll kind of agree i think it is um would I tell my daughter? No, but I do think um, you finding yourself and who you are sexually is very important. Um, so how do you discover that, Reggie? It wasn't with one person. Right. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it definitely wasn't with one person. Right. But you keep it a thou right over yeah, I'm not going to tell my daughter that. No. You keep it a thou out. You're right. You, you're not going to tell your daughter, hey, get out, get out here, get the fucking. Right. You ain't going to do exactly. that. Yeah, that shit don't sound right at all. And that ain't nothing that you want to, yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, no, no. But, but so, um, that's what I was trying to say. I know yeah, you know yeah. that. But, and, yeah. and so, um, <laughs> I mean, um, I, I want to say me, because I, I was fucking, uh, but once um, Passion's mother got, got pregnant, um, me and her, I think I'm married at 21, but so, up in, you know, between the ages of whenever I, I first had sex into 21, you know, I was just out there, you know, having sex or whatever. So married for five years. After that, I think that's when, when so I think 26 is when I hit my whole phase. That's when I got divorced. Um, and I happened. He was a little former too. 
just happened to uh, end up in Miami. And from there, it was just like, whatever. Because it was just women, 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 women. Every time I turned around, we was out on South Beach. We was out on Collins. We was on Ocean Ave. We was, I mean, just, so I I probably, yeah. I, is that late though, at 26? No, not really. I was, uh, my yeah, yeah, was one yeah. years old. <laughs> no, as a, as, you said as a man, is that late? Is it? Yeah. 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 Bro. I think so. I think so. I think so. Well, so, well, <sighs> we talked, well, we talked about this, you know, when on our last episode yeah. with, with Tasha, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, but once I, I but I, I would, you know, I, so got, I, was I, dealing, I was dealing with a different caliber of woman. I got you. From 26 to 21. So, I think for me, I think for me, and we talked about it already. I think for me, once, man, once, uh, huh, whole phase, man. Um, well, so why do you think about? It? Let me let me say this, and and you can think about it. So, um, okay, I did the relationship thing. I was married. We got divorced. Um, I was out there just doing my thing, fucking in Miami, different women, different women every week, every weekend, whatever else. Um that really put me in the mind frame in the phase of, you know, once that shit got old, I'm like, damn, I miss being in a relationship. Like, I want, I want, like, I, I'm tired of, you know, different woman, different night or whatever else. So that put me in, in the mind frame of relationship, wanting, you know, something permanent. But right. I mean, for the most part, um, I don't know, this shit, um, was I missing something? Probably not because, I mean, you can, you can sleep around and, I mean, fuck multiple women, different women. I mean, every other weekend or whatever else. And then, like, I think for you, I, I think for you, my dog, I think, excuse me, I think for you, my dog, I think it, it was, I think you went against the grain on what most men are, you know, what, what happens with most men. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you, because like you said, you know, when you, you got married at 21, right? Mm -hmm. Bro, at 21, I'm not thinking about, I wasn't thinking about no motherfucking marriage, man. I'm thinking about gagging and bagging. You understand what I'm saying? Right. And then, like you said, you you got a taste of that. And for whatever reason, it didn't work out. Cool, whatever, we got to go into it. But once you got to Miami, then you like, oh. Look at this. You and your, you your Chris Brown shit from wall to wall. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So, whereas for me, 19, you know, 18, 19, you know, by the time I'm 25, 26, I'm burnt. I ain't gonna say necessarily burnt the fuck out physically, but I'm burnt the fuck out emotionally. Like, man, God damn. Just dealing with different, different. Yeah, uh, like this shit ain't it, energy. bro. Like, you know, that, that, that very thing that you did in Miami, I was doing it. I was doing it while you was in the crib. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's just a roles revert, reverse. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so it ain't, ain't shit wrong with it, though, shit. Uh, so that, so I was just gonna say for women, I don't think it's for men, y'all go through a quantity of women. And I think for women, we should go through some quality of men, not quantity, because at some point as a woman, you would just be out here fucking and you just can't be doing that. I think with women, we get a little bit more attached in relationships when we start sleeping with people. And so that to me is where I feel that you should be dealing with different type of men, necessarily different personalities to find out which one it is that you like. Well, so, yeah. so, 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 so that's hard. That's very hard for y'all because it women, is. 
women tend to, up until a certain age, I guess, or, or until a certain mind frame, tend to constantly date the same man over and over again. Different body, different face, yeah. but same quality, same characteristics. Yeah. If, if, if you're dating dope boys at 19 and that's what you're attractive to, you're probably going to date dope boys until you're tired of that, that, that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? True. And the, and the bad part is, is that as women, because mentally we, when you're younger, you look for who's going to take care of me, who, mm -hmm. you know, who's offering me the most attention, oh. who's offering me the most love, you know, or makes me feel love. Oh, and it's at 21 is not the dude that works at Foot Locker, you know, or works at Popeye's. So unless he's giving you his whole check, you know. Oh. <laughs> Why are you laughing? That's not oh, funny. Man, I'm, I'm, listen, you, you, you are 100% right. This whole who going to take care of me and all this other shit. That shit, that shit irks my nerves every time I- When you're young, these young females, even when I was young, you, you looking for, you literally looking for almost a sugar daddy. Like you be in love, but your boyfriends, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just want to say that you need a smart one. You need one that's a responsible. You need one that's just, can give you some good sex in bed. You need another one. Hold on, hold on, hold what? on, hold on. I, I hear what you're saying. So I'm going to ask you this and we're going to get ready to close this out. So okay. so um, Jada comes home, you know, and her phone is just going off like crazy. And you don't say nothing. You're just chilling. Y'all eating dinner. And let's say she's grown. She's out the house, you know, but y'all y'all having like your little mom, daughter get together. And her phone just keep going off. You're like, baby, what you got going on? And she just tells you like, what it um, cuts things short. She tells you she got about three or four different men she's entertaining. What what is mom telling her? You sleeping with all of them? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, some I give up a little sugar now, but I mean, so if she is, let's say, let's say she no no no. What if she said, nah, maybe two of them I've, I've done something with. Three, maybe he, the, the third, well, one of them, two of them we've actually had sex. The third one he's, um, I just let him eat me. My <laughs> heart, clutches pearls. Clutches <laughs> <laughs> <Such as> pearls. <laughs> I mean, honestly and truthfully, if she grown, all I can tell is make sure you be out here being safe. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you out here, you know, oh, wrapping it up, popping your pills. I'm pretty you know, oh, popping them pills. Oh my God. I'm pretty sure Drake Drake can attest to this. We are not comfortable. We'll we all three of us, we would never be comfortable with our children um, never, um, never. um finding themselves sexually and experiencing different different right. people. Right. Only, I mean, and the truth of the matter is, is though that well, when you think about it, just like Dre said, they are, but they're not admitting that to you. So right. as a parent and knowing that you did that whole little thing, realistically, you got to be like, I'm not out here promoting this, but I need for you to be safe. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not encouraging this behavior, but if it is going to happen and it probably is going happening, 
I need for you to make sure you're being safe. Like you're using yeah. condoms and that you're That's making true. sure as a female that you are out here protecting yourself. There's nothing worse than having someone out here sleeping with three and then you come out, I don't know who my baby daddy is. Listen, I, I know this for a fact because I, I feel the same way and I know Dre will say the same thing. If my daughter came to the house, let's say about <laughs> three or four or five times and out of those five times, she brought three different niggas to the house. <sighs> we gonna have to have some talks. We gonna have to have some talks. I don't, I don't even wanna engage. Serious talks. My heart, my heart. Listen, <laughs> listen, my daughter is only seven and my heart is beating so fast. So I'm gonna leave this alone. Lisa, you probably say the same thing. If your daughter- came, I would, I would. I saw you five me. times and, and, and three of those times, she- Fact. She done bought Tyrone, Tony, and Mike. <laughs> you like, I'm going to say, you a little loose with them cookies, ain't you? You just passing out community pussy. What's up with this? That's where your mind automatically goes right, to. Right. That's where your Can mind you automatically goes to. Fucking. Like, right. Nah, it, ain't, it ain't no way she bringing these niggas over the house and they ain't a hit. Ain't no way. <laughs> <laughs> But listen, so, so me as a, out. listen, I'm, I'm gonna say this and then we can end it. Me, me as a young, I was like, I was almost scared to enter, like bring bring girls home. Like I was very selective of who the fuck I brought home to mom. Like, nah, right. like the motherfuckers, like we sit in the driveway and talk, but mm-mm. Nah. <laughs> and I say I stayed a little culture sack. We might sit out in the culture sack and talk like nah, like nah. Facts. Man, I wish my I wish my daughter would bring uh in, in that time span being three, four different niggas here. It's mm. about being respectful. I don't believe our children would do that, but would they do it in their own house? <laughs> mm. Yep. Well listen, people. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. What, what you gotta say, Nisha? Nothing. I'm I'm good. <laughs> good enjoy talking to y'all about my whole face you don't want to give these people your socials how they can find you you don't want them to find you none of that good stuff oh yeah yeah yeah. i'm on um facebook and i'm on facebook as nisha ball and instagram as hey it's nisha hey it's nisha hey it's nisha nisha ball okay yeah. mm. Thank you for having me on the show. Absolutely, you're, you're ha- glad to have you back again. You you are official alumni of uh, Unapologetic University. Can I get a free t-shirt? Hey. t-shirt and a headband? That shirt looks good on you, girl. I'm telling you, I, I like thank that. Thank you, it's like one that. of my favorites. Yeah, it's I was cool. telling Reggie, I was like, it's, it's look, Dre, she got the she got the the championship, Dre. Oh, oh, listen, yeah. me and Dre was trying to figure this out. Like everybody gets that that design. Like nobody gets the border. What's up with this? This is the actual. So is the, bo- is the border this, not clean? This the is the actual logo. This is the actual logo. That's but, it. but everybody gets gets. I mean, it, hey, either way, either way, I love I love the representation. I love, love, but like, <laughs> I me and Dre might be the only people that like the border. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just never even realized it. I just need a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's two different designs on the site, but yeah. But Dre, what you got for the people? Man, as always, I appreciate you. Nisha, thank you for coming back on with us. I appreciate it so much. 
Big dog, you already know it's always a pleasure us being on, man. Uh, shout out to every, I mean, you know what? I always show love to North Carolina because, you know, we North Carolinians, but shout out to everybody in the world that's trying to do right. Man. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and more than anything, shout out to the people that's in, in, in the South that's, that's really struggling. Shout out to, this is the last one I got, shout out to um, uh, the Hartsfield family out there in Texas, man. Y'all hang in there, man. Mm. You know, Carisha and Justin and the babies, man. I love y'all, and, and I, I'm hoping that I'm praying for y'all every day that you know this weather passes, man. Because you know when it touch when when it touches people that you love, though, you know it, it hit different. You know I, I got brothers and sisters out there in Texas, man, as well. And uh, so you know this this weather shit ain't no joke, man. So y'all, please, 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 you know, stay safe, and I'm praying for you, man. Absolutely. Oh my God. Great idea. Y'all should do a podcast host like in a this summer, like on a you know, an island or somewhere. And <laughs> listen. So be like Team Summit in Jamaica. <laughs> look, my head, look, look, nigga, 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 nigga head might fall off. I know. Yeah, we might not even be focused enough to, to <laughs> but so <laughs> to, to add on to what Dre said, like, I haven't even talked to the Hartsfield in a minute, um, probably a couple months, but listen, yeah, shout out, whatever, um, hey, um, to them and everybody in Texas, in that, in the region that's being hectic, he heavily affected, um, hey, my heart goes out to y'all, I hope everything is going to be good, um, Thanks. man, listen, hard times for us, but for, for anybody that I know that's in those areas, I mean, if I can help in any way, y'all need something, just, I mean, let me know, um, to all our uh, day one followers, um, watchers, subscribers, likers, everything that, that always supported this, this uh, unapologetic thing. I appreciate y'all to everyone that's, that supports us in general. Thank you for um, anybody that's, that's, that's purchased merch from us. Thank you. Um, the, the, who we got? We got Nino for the uh, intro, outro. Thank you, my guy. Thank you for doing it for us. And Jack, that makes some merch, all that good stuff. Um, I just want to uh, thank all the podcasters because this is a, it's a, a growing community that just like everything else, we don't get like the love and support that we, you know, should get because everybody thinks it's like taboo to not like and subscribe and all this other stuff. And then, you know, when some of y'all get big, that's when everybody wants to thank you and show you support and love and everything else. But, you know, you looking like, damn, like, nigga, you could have did this shit when I had two subscribers watching me on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Like, you supposed to be my man I grew up with or my homegirl I grew up with. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure, like, it's, it's some people that's near, near and dear to me and Dre that probably don't even show us the love and support like we think they should, which, I mean, that's subjective because, but... You know, we, we know what support is and we know what love is, but I mean, that's a topic for a whole nother day. But um, as always, like, <laughs> subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Push our material out, man. We love y'all for supporting with uh, for supporting us, rocking with us, and we will be back next week. This is episode 26. Um, we still going. I can't wait till 50, 100, all that good stuff. It ain't, we not stopping. We got a whole bunch of stuff lined up. And we're going to keep going. But as always, we're unapologetic. We're unfiltered. And we're out of here. See y'all next week. Peace. Invite me back. Invite me back.
Man, listen, I was... You know what it is. Thanks for listening to another episode of Unapologetic, the podcast. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. You better follow me.